Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. Well, potentially our youngest ever sports person guest on the show. He's even younger than Nico Porteous was when he first started skiing. His name's Louis Sharp, and he's a name we all have to keep on our radar because, boy, has he progressed fast. Uh, Louis joins the show, motor racing driver now, Louis. At uh, t- Just remind us how old you are at the moment. I am 14. I um, turned 15 later on this year, but at, yeah, currently 14. Now, mate, motor racing, um, it's, a, it's a massive worldwide sport, um, and you took to it reasonably young. So just give us a little bit of a background. Um, I guess like every motor racing person, karting, is that where you started? Yep, yeah, so I um, started karting at the age of six, and um, yeah, race, race karting heats. Um, we, went over to, went over to Europe and did a bit over there, um, raced in Australia, but mainly, mainly just in around New Zealand. And then about a year and a half ago, I um, I made the made the step up into cars. So um, last season driving Formula V, and then now this season um made the made the step uh, to Formula Ford, which is yeah, it's going great. Um, we we've chatted to Shane Van Gisbergen, uh, Scotty McLaughlin, even Scott Dixon. All of them start in carts. How important is the karting background, do you think? So when you're looking back now from that six, seven, eight-year-old and now you're in these open wheelers, as you look back, and you don't have to look back far, how important is what you learn in karting to take to the bigger tracks, the bigger cars? Um, you definitely, it's very good for learning all the basics. You learn the, just the, the dynamics of how a, how a kart or a go-kart or what a, a race car even works. Um, I guess you learn that race craft that you need to um, carry through, but you also learn just, I guess you learn to, um, like, I guess cope with the speed because, I mean, I mean, go-karts, um, they're not as fast as a race car, but they still go pretty quick. But, um, yeah, just getting that, um, that racing experience thing because you can do it from a pretty young age. Um, whereas if you would start straight in cars, uh, sorry, in cars, you would, um, yeah, you can start from a much younger age, which means by the time you actually make the step up into a car, you've already got, I guess, six or seven years of experience in go-karting. So when you, what was the first open wheel car that you jumped into? The ver- can you remember the very first time you had uh, a race at speed or a test at speed that wasn't a kart? What was th- what what was the vehicle and what was it like? Yeah, so the first time was in a Formula First or Formula V, sorry, up in uh, Manfield for the Manfield Winter Series, and it's um yeah, it's um I, I still remember it. it was a lot of fun. It was. I yeah, I still remember the day, and I still look back on it and how much how good it was. Um, yeah, it definitely it definitely was a bit different to karting, and it did take a little bit of time to adapt. But um, I guess just the speed and the um, I guess just the how good the racing is in car racing, it's um, yeah, it's pretty hard to beat. And then the last two years, I guess from sort of when you're eleven, twelve to now, 
you've tested and you've driven and you've raced in a whole heap of different cars. Um, I'm not completely up to speed with the different types of cars. I mean, you've been in a Formula 4, you've tested in Formula 3. Fabian Coulthard said you're awesome. Um, how do you manage uh, which car is the best for you? Like, so You're saying you're currently in Formula 4, is that right? Yep, that's correct. Okay, so the natural progression, what, what what do you think? Will you be doing a year in that, another year in that? How do you map out your future? Yeah, so I guess the next, the next step from here is, um, thankfully enough, um, we've now got the support from um, David and Emma at Road and Cars. So the, the plan for this year is to head over to England and race in British Formula 4. So um, although I, actually, I've never raced a Formula 4 or driven a Formula 4 car, um, I guess luckily enough, I've, um, I've been up to road and, and I've, driven in the S3 car and also the Z recently. So I've got that experience in a fast, um, open-wheel car with, with good downforce. So I think that's definitely going to help prepare me to um, go over to Europe and make the next step in my career. So what's the difference between, for us motor racing dummies, what's the difference between Formula 4 and Formula 3? Um, so I guess Formula 4 is just a little bit less downforce, a little bit slower down the straight and just a overall just a slightly slower car in um, every kind of aspect so they're a bit easier to drive and also they are it means you can do it at a younger age because although I'm actually still not old enough to um, even race Formula 4 um, you can do that at 15 so when I turn 15 I'll be able to race that Fantastic and do you see when, when you're driving what do you love the most? Do you like the do you like the flat out speed of the long straights or do you like the technicality of picking the right lines and late braking and all that sort of thing what 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 gives you the most joy i think just the the more technical side of it especially when you're um when you're like racing next to a car wheel uh, wheel to wheel just that just the ad- adrenaline rush and that thrill you get from doing it i mean I, I love the speed but um i think the speed is something that you adapt to pretty quickly and then after a while you don't really notice it as much so that's why i really love that technical side of it Brilliant. That's just brilliant. Now, on your pa- on your way through, how important is it for a driver uh, to understand the mechanics? Because you quite often, you know, I watch the Drive to Survive and I watch the Formula One and Indy cars and supercars, and the drivers are in tune and they're just saying, I think the back left suspension needs a bit of a tweak or um, I feel like this component in the engine is, is not quite firing. Is that something you actively participate in? Yeah, it's definitely something that um, if you are able to understand the car and understand what you need to do to make it to go better, it's definitely something that can give you a big advantage. I mean, you could be, I mean, a lot of people like know there's something wrong, but they can't actually tell what, or they don't give the correct feedback to um, the engineers to be able to decide what. So if you can actually yeah, get in tune with the car and I understand it a bit better, um, when you do, when, there's, when something is not right or you do need something changed, it definitely is a big advantage if you're able to actually spot it out and um, give the correct feedback to fix it. Now, it must have been exciting for you when you earned selection into that academy as one of the world's most promising talents. You were handpicked, as we mentioned earlier, Fabian Coulthard and Shell V-Power Racing uh, for the Young Driver Scholarship. What does that involve? Um, yeah, so I've, of course I'm very thankful about it all. I've, um, I'm lucky enough I've been accepted into a few different, few different stuff like that at the past. But I guess especially the um, the FIA Academy over in um, Europe um, for when I was still racing go-karting, um, it's 
getting selected into something like that is um uh, is very meaningful to me because I guess it just proves that um that I I am I am um I am like on that same level as the as the um I guess drivers my age over in over in Europe and it does show that I've actually will hopefully got what it takes to go all the way and make it to Formula One. So do you, is it going to get um. I sort of think of the big base of drivers that will be your age around the world. Um, you're climbing up that pyramid. Does it get more cutthroat? Does it get more competitive as you climb up that ladder? Yeah, definitely. The um, every formula you progress through, it gets more. Um, it definitely gets more demanding. Not only like because of course the level of drivers will be a lot, a lot better, but also it gets more demanding on like yourself because the cars become faster. They become harder to drive. So it's definitely um, it's definitely a sport where um, if you're not if you're not winning or you're not doing well, it's definitely a sport where um, I don't know. I guess it, 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 yeah, it, it does get very demanding. Yeah, and you can get spat out the back, can't you? You need that um, continual rate of progression. Um, we're talking to Louis Sharp. He's one of our rising motor racing drivers. Why do you think? Why do you think on the world stages this, um, I, I reckon per capita in New Zealand, we just go so well in motorsport, um, we get opportunities and we take them, and, I, and I've mentioned some drivers around the world and then the V8s and in the open wheelers as well, we, we saw Brendan Hartley get a crack at Formula One, why, or what makes New Zealand special? I'm, I'm not sure, I think, considering how small of a country we are, we definitely do have a lot of very good talent currently, but also in the past. I think I think what makes us so special is the the racing or the racing series where um well, I guess we've got here in New Zealand like the likes of Formula Ford or go karting in New Zealand is very strong and then you've also got the series like the Toyota racing series which is which is a New Zealand based series so you get all all sorts of very young um, and also very good drivers all over the world come and do that so I think we're well, lucky enough that in New Zealand we have um we do have very good um racing available to us. And we've got good mentors, haven't we? Like, I mean, I'd imagine um, you've touched base with people like Kenny Smith, who's just an absolute legend of motor racing in New Zealand. It's a really good community here, isn't it? Yeah, because um, especially because we are a small community, everyone knows each other and everyone gets along. And the likes of Kenny Smith and also like Fabian Coltart, uh, it's great to have people like that. But also, like, I guess, like Liam Lawson, if you look at him, he's in Formula 2 at the moment. Um, it's great having someone like that just in the, in our sport because it shows what you need to do to get to that level. And having someone like him, uh, you can I guess you can look at him and see everything that he's done to get to where he is and try following that in that path. Yeah, we had uh, Marcus Armstrong in studio for an hour before he headed off back overseas, and I was just really impressed with the drive and the focus, but just also the support around him as well. Um, I think you're about five years younger than him, but. It, wouldn't be the worst thing if you followed in his footsteps as well. Yeah, the, Marcus as well, um, very good driver. And, of course, I mean, it'll, see, it'll be interesting to see how he goes in Formula 2 this year. But, um, yeah, especially with the support, I mean, I'm very yeah, I'm very lucky now, of course, having the support from Roden, which um, has definitely helped me out a lot. And without them, it wouldn't be possible. And finally, Louis, how do you um, balance... Uh, patience, like you'd want to be Formula One next year. Obviously, you can't. Um, how do you set goals and keep them realistic, but keep them challenging enough? How do you do that? Yeah, of course. I mean, I'd love to be in Formula One right now, but of course, that isn't possible. But um, I think just 
not just keep on progressing. And I guess for the likes of this year, going over to England, I think my goal is just to get as much experience I can. And because I'm, um, unfortunately, because of my age, I missed out on the first round. Uh, in terms of going for like the championship win and stuff, it's going to make it very hard. So I think my goal is to go over there and just put, I guess, put myself up against some of the some of the best drivers um, from the world my age and just yeah, really see how I compare. Do you like pressure? Uh, I, I, I'm normally pretty good with dealing with the pressure. It doesn't normally get to me. It's not really something that I worry about too much. Brilliant, Louis. Well, it's the first time I've spoken to you. I'm really impressed with your level-headedness, mate. Um, uh, a lot of people are predicting good things, and uh, the patience is a big thing, I guess, but keep striving for these, those goals. We are here, and all of our SENZ family, we are going to follow you with great interest, and we'd love to stay in touch with you throughout your career, and we wish you all the very best, buddy. Nah, thank you very much, and thank you for having me on the show this morning. It's been a pleasure. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91